Hi everyone, Larry Bailey here with Awesome Technologies Inc. and I'm bringing you another episode of a weekly newsletter. Uh, today is January 29th, 2024. We are going to go through the week of January 22nd, 2024 in review. This information is brought to you from MBS Highway. You can find more information over at mbshighway.com. But most importantly, if you ever need anything in terms of system admin support, custom development, plugins, actual products that run your business in the lending and even in the non-lending space, uh, give me a shout using Larry at atihelps.com. You can also check out our website at awesometechinc.com and hopefully we can help you out with anything that you need. Here is what we're going to talk about. This is the week of January 22nd, 2024 in review. Inflation continues to move lower towards the Fed's 2% target, while declining mortgage rates boosted signed contracts on new and existing homes in December. Here's the latest headlines. There are five stories we're going to track here. First story is key inflation measures below 3%. The next story is new home sales end 2023 on a high note. Next story is pending home sales surged in December. Next story is fourth quarter GDP better than expected. And the last story is jobless claims move higher. Now, if you're listening to this on podcast, thank you very much. If you want to check out the full video with screen share, you can see everything that's going on here on screen. Head over to mortgage.community and go over to market information updates and check it out for yourself. So the first story here is key inflation measures below 3%. And the chart that we see here basically is the headline year over year as well as the core year over year. Um, and here's the story. So December's personal consumption expenditures, known as PCE, show that headline inflation rose 0.2% for the month, with the year over year reading holding steady at 2.6%. The core PCE, that's the Fed's preferred method, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, also rose by 0.2% in December, the year-over-year -year reading fell from 3.2 to 2.9%, and this pushed this important metric below 3% for the first time in nearly three years. This is a big deal, gang. Bottom line here is inflation has made significant progress lower after peaking in 2022, with the headline reading at 2.6% now, down from 7.1% then, and the core reading at 2.9% now, which is also down from 5.6% then. Plus, inflation is expected to decline even further this year, especially as some lagging components like falling shelter costs are better reflected in the reporting. That's to be announced. The Fed has been working hard to tame inflation, hiking its benchmark Fed funds rate, which, as a reminder, is not the overnight bar, which is the overnight borrowing rate for banks. It's not mortgage rates just between banks. They, they hiked those uh, rates 11 times between March of 22 and July of 23. They did not hike at their September, November, or December meetings, so they could continue to assess incoming inflation, labor sector, and other economic data. The Fed's next meeting begins on Tuesday with their monetary policy statement and press conference on Wednesday. This could provide crucial hints regarding what's ahead for rates this year. The next story is new home sales end in 2023 on a high note. And again, we see another great graphic here and it compares to signed contracts, which has been like boop, 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 boop. And then there's a little peak 
and then new home sales has been like drawing down and then it's been drawing up a little bit. Um, and so here's the story. The new home sales, which measures signed contracts on new homes, rebounded in December up 8% from November and beating forecasts as falling mortgage rates and the lack of existing homes for sale brought some buyers to the new construction market. Signed contracts were also 4.4% higher than they were in December 22. Bottom line here is Alicia Huey, who's the chair of the National Association of Home Builders, also known as the NAHB, confirmed that, quote, solid new home sale, sales rate in December was fueled by the lack of existing inventory in the resale market and declining interest rates, close quote. She added, open quote, the rise in sales also coincides with our latest builder surveys, which shows a marked increase in future sales expectations because of falling mortgage rates, close quote. Any boost in builder confidence and construction is welcome news for inventory as more available supply is still needed to meet our buyer demand. Of the 453,000 new homes available for sale at the end of December, only 81,000 were completed. Yikes, with the rest either under construction or not even started. Yeah, supply. <laughs> so, one word, supply. Here's the next story, gang. Pending home sales surged in December. Well, let's talk about that word, surged. So the pending home sales climbed 8.3% from November to December per the National Association of Realtors, also known as NAR. This came in much higher than expected as the improvement in mortgage rates clearly sparked activity last month. Sales were also 1.3% higher than the level reported in December 2022. Pending home sales measured that measures assigned contracts on existing homes, making them an important forward-looking indicator for closings as measured by existing home sales. Bottom line here is the National Association of Realtors, NAR's chief economist, Lawrence Young, noted that, quote, home sales are projected to rise significantly in each of the two years coming forward as the market steadily returns to normal sales activity, close quote. He stressed that, quote, increased supply will be essential to satisfying all pivotal demand, close quote. Hey, I know that word. We just said it a minute ago. It's called supply. Listen, gang, personal comment here. You can't make new supply with existing homes unless you're going to kick a whole bunch of people out of their homes and not let them live anywhere. You got to build homes. So uh, shout out to the home builders. Also, there was also a recent story on manufactured housing. Um, you're, if you own land, I'm telling you right now, like I own three and a half acres here in Jersey, and don't think for a second every year I don't think about dropping a manufactured house right over there um, and uh, putting that up and creating some value for myself as a real estate owner and then also creating another spot for somebody to live in uh, to rent it out. Um, it gives them more housing and it's a, uh, a, a way to generate rental income for myself. So if you are thinking about doing something in real estate, stop thinking, start doing. And uh, if you ever have any questions, reach out to your local mortgage banker or mortgage broker, whoever you have a relationship with, and get involved and get to doing something. Um, supply. Here's the next story. Uh, back to the articles and the stories. Here's the next story. Fourth quarter GDP is better than expected. Well, thumbs up on that one. First reading of the fourth quarter 2023 gross domestic product, also known as GDP, 
showed that the U.S. economy grew by 3.3%. While this is a decline from 4.9% in the third quarter, it was much stronger than estimates and due in large part to easing inflation and a strong pace of consumer spending. Yeah, well, personal comment here, that consumer spending, we shall see what happens to that because a ton of people spent a ton of money that they borrowed on their credit cards. So we'll see what happens. Um, and yes, I'm from Jersey. I talk with my hands. So uh, the bottom line here is while this data is subject to revisions when the second and final readings are released Jan uh, on February 28th and March 20th, respectively, the stronger than expected first reading is promising, even uh, given that the GDP functions as a scorecard uh, for the country's economic health. In addition, the GDP uh, for all of 2023 grew at a 2.5% annualized pace, which is higher than the 1.9% growth seen in 2022, and well above forecasts at the start of last year that called for little to no growth. The U.S. just doesn't know how to stop spending money and growing. That's what we do. Hey, here's the next story. This one's all about jobless claims moving higher. Not so cool for those that don't have any jobs. The initial jobless claims rose by 25,000 in the latest week, which was higher than expected as 214,000 people filed for unemployment benefits for the first time. Continuing claims also came in above forecasts of 27,000 to 1.833 million people who are still receiving benefits after filing their initial claim. So the bottom line here is the initial jobless claims can be volatile from week to week, yet they remain relatively low on a historical basis, suggesting that employers are trying to hold on to workers and while continuing claims have fallen from the highs hit late last year, uh, they are still elevated, especially when compared to September's low of 1.658 million follower, uh, filers. This suggests that it's becoming harder for people to find employment once they're let go. I can tell you that there were a ton of technology layoffs um, last week. I, I got to believe that that went into this number. Um, a ton of people got laid off in the U.S. Uh, in the um, gaming space, in the technology space. So... Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe we'll get a whole bunch of new tech startups because all those people get together and they're like, hey, we're smart enough. We can create our own companies. Um, we'll see what happens. Here's the family hack of the week. February is National Chocolate Lovers Month. Uh, this chocolate mousse is courtesy of the Food Network and is a delicious treat for the chocolate lover in all of us. You're going to place five and a quarter ounces of coarsely chopped bittersweet chocolate in a double bro a broiler on low simmer. Uh, hopefully you've got one of those suckers around. Stir the chocolate until melted and turn off the heat and let stand. Add 14 ounces of cold heavy cream to a bowl and beat over ice until uh, soft peaks form. Set aside and hold at room temperature. With a mixer, you want to grab three large eggs, uh, egg whites, excuse me, three large egg whites uh, to soft peaks. Gradually add one ounce sugar and whip until firm. Add that chocolate to a large bowl and use whisk to fold in the egg whites. When egg whites are nearly uh, fully incorporated, fold in the whipping cream. Got that? So listen, you take all this, you cover it. Uh, it's, at this point, it's a mousse. So cover it, refrigerate it for one hour until set. Serving goblets. <laughs> this is really fancy. Serving goblets topped with more whipped cream and shaved chocolate. This was a crappy week for me to go on to a six-week challenge to, um, to lose some weight. I do kickboxing, and uh, part of the kickboxing... Uh, if you're in Cherry Hill, by the way, go to get over to uh, Cherry Hill Kickboxing. Uh, sign up with Patrick and Heidi. Um, I guarantee you will have a great time and get in shape. Anyway, uh, next six weeks, um, we're not eating chocolate. So to those that are making this recipe, good luck. 
Uh, I'll let you know what it tastes like sometime after the middle of February. <laughs> so here's what to look for this week, gang. The Fed's first meeting in 2024 begins Tuesday, that's tomorrow, with their monetary policy statement and press conference coming on Wednesday. More housing news is also on deck Tuesday with an update on home price appreciation for November via the Case Schiller and the Federal Housing Finance Agency. Labor sector data is also plentiful, starting with the JOLTS job, that's a job opening um, labor report, and that's coming in for December on Tuesday and January's ADP employment report which, of course, measures private payrolls. That's coming on Wednesday. Latest jobs claims will be reported on Thursday, and, while, and Friday will bring you a January jobs report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which also include the further non-farm payrolls. Guys, there's a crap ton of, paper, of uh, data coming in this week. Keep your eyes on it. Uh, Morgan's got pricing. Again, if you've been following me for a little while here, you would have seen that at 101.6 and change. I don't know if I got better than that, but we're down to, we're about a half a point worse in price than that. Good news is we picked up 10 basis points today. I'm shooting this pretty late on Monday, the 29th. Uh, and so, uh, again, if you're going to, if you're thinking about real estate, if you're sitting on the edge or on the curb or whatever, get yourself in the game, go find a piece of real estate that makes sense for you. Go get some money um, now because it's, you, you're always going to lose if you wait it's extraordinarily rare in lending. I've been lending since 1993, and uh, it always makes sense to get the money when you have the deal. If you wait for the money to get the right deal, the deal won't be there. Get the deal, get the money, make it happen. My name is Larry Bailey. You can always email me using larry at atihelps.com. Thanks for paying attention to these, and I'll catch you on the next one. See you.